0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of But God I Thought it is so wonderful to be back with you guys so much has happened if you're not familiar with my podcast this podcast is actually a christian podcast that gives you my spin on my christian faith mixed with satirical humor and how i apply the bible and my christian values to my faith so that i am growing each and every day and hopefully inspiring you guys to reach your level in christ as well so like i stated Um, So much has happened since the last time I've done a podcast to share with you guys. And so today I'm going to talk about how my identity was stolen. That's right. I was, oh my gosh, I had a massive breakdown a few weeks ago because I had my wallet stolen. And when my wallet was stolen, my identity was stolen as well. I was a victim of identity theft. I never thought I would be one individual that that would happen to. And so um, when it happened, so many things happened in my mind. Like, oh my gosh, like so many things happened. But let's jump right into it. But first, let me let you know that guys we are almost done with the first quarter of the year can you believe we are about to enter into april like february never happened okay um march is here and what in the world like is it even 2019 or are we already in 2020 i have no clue what's going on right like days are going by fast seasons are changing super duper fast i don't know if winter wants to be like shady and petty and keep her mark or her foot or her toe in the door and not allow spring to fully come in (laughs) but yo we are like in march can you guys believe that but all in all we bless the lord and we thank god that we made it and i mean i guess we roll with the punches right so let's jump right into it so last week or actually been yeah two weeks um, I was at the gym and upon finishing my workout, you know, I just grabbed my bag and I went to the store and I was about to pay for my groceries and I went into my purse and noticed that my wallet was not there. So I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody's waiting on me at this, you know, in the line. like, can she hurry up? What's going on? And I'm like, okay, okay, wait. Like, you know, I carry like this book bag purse, right? And sometimes it's a little bit crowded or overstuffed. So I'm like, maybe I have books on top of it, you know? But I told the cashier, I said, you know what? Let me just leave these groceries right here. Let me run to my car. I do apologize. Just go ahead and ring the person and the people behind me up so that I'm not holding up the line. I run to my car. I said, if I don't come back, then I don't have my wallet. So I go to my car and I'm like, Lord, please just let my wallet be in here because if not, I really don't know where it is. And so I go to my car, guys, my wallet is not there. So I'm frantic at this point. I'm like, Lord, where's my wallet? Like I don't, I normally don't just leave my wallet around like that. I don't leave my wallet in public places. I may leave my wallet on accident at home, rushing out of the house, but I've never left my wallet in public. And so I called my mom and I'm like, mommy, you know, where's my wallet? You know, she's like, well, I really don't know. You know, it's not here. Well, that day I was, um, I had been, I had gone to the doctor, um, because I was still suffering from like a, a, um, a sinus infection. And then I had to go get medication as well as some other things just to, you know, alleviate pain so forth and so on. So I knew that. I hadn't left my wallet at the grocery store because I had to go to um, another place like CVS to go get something else. And normally at CVS, if you leave anything, they're like, hey, wait, wait, don't leave. Hey, you you left this, so forth and so on. So it's late, guys. It's like 9, it's almost 10 o'clock, and I'm like speeding. I have no license. I have no cars, no bank cards, no nothing. And so I just go back to like CVS because that's the last place. I'm like, maybe it says CVS. I get there, they're like, no. So, I'm like, I really don't think, like, you know, I left my wallet anywhere. So, my mom's like, no, your wallet's not here. You know, go back to the gym. Maybe you left it at the gym. I go to the gym. They're like, no, you know, you didn't leave it here. Somebody would have turned it in. I'm like, no, they wouldn't have. And I'm like, well, do you guys have cameras? They're like, no, we don't have cameras. By this time, I'm freaking out. So, I get home. My mom's like, Denisha, you know, you probably, um... Somebody probably got you. You know, somebody probably just got you. And I'm like, no, are you serious? Do you really think, like, somebody got me? She's like, yeah. So by this time, I'm call- I am called the cops. You know, I had to file a report. And I immediately forgot what was all in my wallet. And the interesting part of that day was I had been wrestling with just parts of my identity as well. So it was almost like the enemy had an- a huge foothold into an already exacerbated situation of my identity and then this was like the added cherry on top of spiritually you're going through you know just one of those days with you know a bugged out identity crisis not saying like oh my gosh who am I but just going through one of those days like God okay what is this I feel like I'm not here you know one of those days and then this happens and so um you know I immediately just start like panicking and then I was like let me slow down let me slow down because if I if I stay frantic I won't be able to think so I just jot down all of my cards which cards are this which cards are that and then I decide to just you know you have apps on your phone where you can just go ahead and block you know um not close your account but kind of like just halt it for a second so it's not used so I go ahead and start calling some um some bank card uh, or some bank um, the car uh, the bank information on my cards just to like you know close accounts or just kind of like stop card payments so forth and so on and I have a chase account and so I don't use my chase credit card at all like I haven't used it in several years and the interesting thing was a couple of weeks ago I was like pondering whether or not I wanted to transfer like a small amount from one credit card to my Chase account just so like it would give me time to pay it off I mean that's life right listen we're not trying to have these extra things going around you know where we're owing people extra extra money on top of just trying to pay a card off and so I went like just remember those the week before I was like gosh should I transfer this money and I kind of like lolled over it for a couple of days and I was like uh, nah don't do it just you know Stay with Bank of America right now. Don't worry about Chase. And I'm so glad I did. So I called Chase. I said, I need to go ahead. You know, somebody stole my wallet. Da, 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 da. So they go through a whole spill of let us make sure you don't have any pending accounts. I mean, pending uh, amounts. And I'm like, well, I don't think I do. I haven't, you know, used my card in like two, three years. And so they said, well, that's great. But let's let us just go ahead and check it. So they go ahead and check, and they said, well, actually, you do have charges on there. And I'm like, what charges? And they said, well, you have charges for this day, which was the day that my wallet was stolen. So I said, well, how much were the charges? Guys, these people (laughs) actually racked up almost $1,000 on my credit card for some shoes online. They went to purchase shoes at the same time I was working out at the gym at DSW. So in my mind, I went ahead and I said, ma'am, I don't shop for shoes online. So I know that like I, I you can check my, my bank record. Like you can see I haven't used that card in like over two years. So that was actually a good thing because, again, as I told you, as I stated earlier, I was, you know, battling between, Lord, should I transfer this account? I mean, this amount from this account to the next. And I'm glad I didn't because it probably would have been a little harder for me to actually you know dispute those charges and so I'm like God thank you for that so they went ahead and said okay we'll hand this over to the fraud department and they'll handle it and you know if you get any more information let us know blah 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 and so after um hanging up with Chase I just sat and I I, I didn't even have time to think because or time to cry because I was like oh my gosh my license stolen got like everything my entire life was in that wallet but what God was showing me was the same, like at the gym, I'm so used to just putting my bag in my locker and going on like I trusted nobody's gonna go in here, like whatever. I didn't I just didn't think. But that day I had gone to the gym at a different time and I noticed everybody had lock lock locks on their lockers. And I was like, okay, well, this is odd, whatever. And so I said, Well, God, thank you so much because you, you know, I really felt like the Holy Spirit was like you were not secure just as your purse and your items was were not secure in that locker. You're not, you're still not secure in certain areas of your life with me. And it hit me so hard because I actually was going through, you know, just some identity issues that day, like that very day. So all of that happened. Do I believe God did it? Absolutely not. So I wasn't mad at God, but I was like, God, this happened to me like, what am I going to do? And he just showed me like, you're still not like, you're still not locked in me in every area of your life. You're still not securing me in every area of your life. And therefore, therefore it was easy for somebody to, to literally as the, um, as the word of God says in John 10 and 10 for the enemy to come in and to steal, kill and destroy. I literally felt like, Who am I without my license? Who am I without my bank cards? Like all of my information, my social security card, everything was in that that wallet, bank routing numbers, account numbers, passwords. I just, I didn't do a good job like securing my identity. I didn't do a good job like categorizing what should be in the wallet and what shouldn't. I just didn't do a good job. And so therefore the enemy came in to steal, kill and to destroy. And so, um, I went ahead, I filed a police report and then I just continued to just write down everything. And, but it got to a point that night where I had to just make a decision, Lord, I had to pray in faith. You know, the word of God says we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. I had to pray in faith and I had to have like supernatural faith, like, you know, not initial faith of baby faith like I had to have like that God-sized faith the faith that's in God that he gives us not my faith in God but the faith of God to pray a prayer um there's a prayer um there's a scripture in like Zechariah I think it's chapter 5 verses 3 through 5 that talks about how you know Um, When the enemy steals, like, God would just basically deal with them. You curse, you know, not that you pray witchcraft prayers of anything. Because in my mind, oh, I had went there, okay? I had called them unclean parasites. I wanted to roll up at the gym, like, let me see your logbook. Let me see all of these people. You know, how do you not have cameras? Like, these ratchet leeches. I had called them everything but the child of God. And I had to take ownership for what like accountability for my lack of responsibility to secure my stuff but i was like god you know what let me get all of this out of my system and repent later whatever (laughs) have you ever like just been like god let me just beat this person up like one good time and then we'll worry about repenting later okay like, let me at him, God. Let me at him. But, <laughs> you know, we don't even take into account the, the, the scripture that says when God says, no, vengeance is mine. You know, at that point, you know, we had to, I had to trust in the Lord with all of my heart and lean not on my own understanding according to Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Because as I slept, as I chose to, you know, trust the Lord before I went to sleep, I said, Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over my, over my, um, my possessions that you would restore everything that you know, the canker worm and the lotus and and, and everything that, that the enemy came to came in like a flood to destroy. You know, and I did. I said, God, don't let these people prosper. Whatever they touch, don't let it prosper. You know, don't let them have any type of gains because they took possessions from me. Like I pray dangerous prayers, not witchcraft prayers, but you have to go to the word of God. You know, make sure you solid and book, because <laughs> you don't want nothing coming back on you. But, you know, I was just like, I had to make up in my mind, like, God, am I going to trust you or am I not going to trust you? Now... I did have some reservations going to sleep, but I really had to just sit on my bed. and be like, God, this is what your word says. Trust in the Lord with all my heart. And I literally had to give God everything in my heart. I literally didn't even cry. I think I was just still in shock. Like it happened to me, but I had a plan when I got up the next day, you know, I had a plan. Like, okay, I need to call. I need to go to the DMV. I had to go to the banks. I had to still just be in process because what I learned as well was even in the process or even in recovery or restoration, there's still a process, you know, it didn't happen overnight and I'm actually still trying to recover some things, but I was so grateful and thankful that the Lord was working things out behind the scenes. He's working things out for my favor. And so, as I, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I was sick. So, um, I had been having back spasms and and, you know just dealing with uh annoying sinus infection like i have acute uh sinus or chronic sinus infections and so literally the day before i was immobile as far as like not being able to fully move my back because i danced but my spine was on fire it literally felt like it was on fire so i literally could not move and i said God, thank you so much because as I was praying in my house, the Lord said, but just the day before, you wouldn't have been able to handle this. I literally will not put more on you than you can bear. And I was like, God, thank you because God showed me that even in a moment of turmoil, he still gives you grace that's sufficient he still gives you grace that's sufficient you know the word says that every morning new mercies are there for us and in your day you know our daily bread there was grace and mercy waiting for me that day you know i was like god thank you so much and even to add to the to to my day of i finally broke down and started crying well Um, I'm almost done with graduate school and if you don't know my story with graduate school or my second master's the very first episode is what prompted me to start doing this podcast but this uh, in this term I was struggling in the class I wasn't really struggling the class is really stupid you know how you have those professors that they just do the most like their name should be professor the most um because you are doing the most um I had (laughs) You know, I had a couple of F's in the class, but they were, you know, once I figured out, oh my gosh, I didn't know I had an F because I didn't know this assignment was due, um, I ended up getting B's, but like my GPA, not overall GPA, but my grade in the class is teetering between like a solid B or, a solid B let's just say a solid B and I was like God I'm you know this class was not designed for me to be getting a B in like this isn't a class that you get a B in I was over I wanted to toss the computer out the door I wanted to toss my almost earned degree out the door I wanted to find the professor and toss that professor out the door but God oh my gosh I don't know what happened but I ended up getting an A minus so all of this I found out on the day you know, the next day after my wallet was stolen. And it was like, God was like, but I'm still blessing you. All your hard work paid off, you know. And I was like, God, thank you. I literally just broke down and cried. I think that was a moment where I was like, God, I don't have anything else to say. Like, I think my raw emotions of, oh my gosh, you know, from just having my identity stolen to getting the A in this class, to the Lord saying, but I didn't put more on you than you could bear. Everything kind of came to a halt and I finally broke down and cried. You know, sometimes we run so much in life. We don't allow ourselves to feel. We don't allow ourselves to just, you know, say, hey, this happened to me because we don't want to. Like, no, you know, we'll push it off to the side. We'll take it to the landfill. Throw it away with the rest of the garbage. Throw it out with, you know, the bathwater with the baby in the bathwater. Like, we just don't want to admit. But it's like, no, it's okay to say this. This happened. Now what, you know, this happened, but God, I thought I, but God, you know, I thought that I was responsible. I thought, but God, I really thought my identity was securing you, but God, I really thought, you know, um, I, 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 I just kind of paid attention and, you know, God was like, it's okay. You know, I'm just still showing you areas where you're not fully secure in me. But isn't it what grace is, you know, grace and mercy, like, hey, you still got these areas, which means that I'm going to give you grace to, to, to work towards that, you know, and I just had to be like, God, thank you, you know, just God, thank you. And as much as I wanted to pout, as much as I, you know, I just wanted to soak, I just had like, like a slither of joy and it gave me enough joy to um to go to bible study that night and to praise the lord with everything i had and even you know someone coming up to me later in church for bible study to say hey i remember when you prayed and prophesied for me and this came true had i stayed at home i wouldn't have been able to you know receive that blessing for me which further just give you know um, help to grow my faith like God in this moment when we choose to press in you when we choose to just you know endure you know when we choose to just continue to run our race with faith and courage and strength and and to fully believe in you you will give us a reward at the end and so um I say all of that to say, I know this wasn't the typical, you know, sarcastic post with a lot of humor, but it was an important post or podcast for me to do because, you know, the word of God says in Philippians 4 and 13, we can do all things through Christ. But have you really just sat and thought about God? What all can I do in your son, Jesus? You know, like, who am I really? You know, have you really Examine every area of your life, and I mean, life is a journey, it's it's just made up of so many moments. There's nothing for us to just try to get right now. But have you really stopped to consider what areas of your life are unlocked with no security you know, no security system, no alarm, no locks? You know, what area? Or what areas in your life are so easy to be picked with a lock by the enemy that the enemy can come in like a flood to steal, kill, and to destroy? Is it your confidence? Are you still struggling with rejection? Are you still struggling with abandonment issues? Do you still feel like an orphan? Are you still offended easily? You know, do you still struggle with bitterness or unforgiveness? You know, were you a bride that was left at the altar? Were you a groom that was left at the altar? Were you supposed to get get married and your engagement was called off did you not finish school um did your parents die you know um were you supposed to start a business and it didn't it didn't get all the way where you thought it was or did you ever start the business you know were you homeless like what are some issues or some areas in your life that really really um just kind of unearthed the areas or the identity, the identity crisis within you that still has not been resolved. You know, that that's a hard-hitting truth. And for me, honestly, it was my confidence that day. And it was actually me looking and scrolling on social media doing something I had no business doing and seeing somebody or actually a couple of people like, what in the world? And the enemy came in like, see, you're not there yet. This could be you, but... Not knowing that everybody on social media is not telling the truth and all things that glow is not glowing in the dark. (laughs) Everybody's not a real glowworm around here. You know what I'm saying? Like we can all put on a facade that we're glowing, but can you really glow in the dark? Does your light really shine in the dark? Who knows? But you know, the Lord was like, keep your eyes on your paper. Keep your eyes on your paper. Keep your eyes on your paper. You know, he gave me a slight little rebuke, like a little popping on my butt. Keep your eyes on your paper. (laughs) And so distractions, you know, that's another thing that can cause you to lose your identity. Distractions. We become so, you know, distracted and, 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 and lose our focus that it's hard trying to gather ourselves so although my items and my quote unquote identity is out there somewhere with somebody, luckily I was able to stop the process on those shoes because I would have given people a little grace if they use my car to get groceries. But you know, when I found out they use my stuff to get like material stuff like shoes, I was like, Lord, I ain't got no grace, no mercy. I told you I was going to repent tomorrow. <laughs> We're not giving, we know, grace is not extended. But we bless all of God, all of Jehovah, all of Elohim, that that process did not go through for the $1,000 shoes. So, nobody's getting shoes. Nobody's getting them shoes. I don't know how many pairs of shoes they ordered, but they're not getting those. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Nailed that. You know, but... It just, you know, even with my stuff still just being out there, I'm still praying and trusting the Lord that the blood of Jesus covers my possessions, that I can go in and recover all, you know, and that it just showed me like, if you don't know who you are and you are not safe in your own identity, anybody can use it. Anybody can use your identity and cause you to become somebody that you're not. These people had my stuff and was using my identity for their behalf. So now I'm left without, quote unquote, nothing. So if I know who I am, then nobody can steal what's rightfully mine because I'm an heir to that. You know, I have the authority to those documents and or just my identity, which is found in Jesus. And so within the last couple of weeks, I've learned a lot about myself. You know, I have definitely my faith and my trust in Christ's. Is definitely going to another level each and every day you know i'm like god i pray my wallet comes back but hey you know if it doesn't i still have to continuously trust you and and then i had to just learn how to do the work of recovery so you know of course i had to freeze things and we bless god my credit is excellent excellent let me put the t on excellent so you know i did freeze um I had to freeze my, my, you know, my credit so that they didn't have access because, again, my social security card is out there floating and going with the wind. You know, um, Pocahontas is singing. Have you ever heard? <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so it's like, OK, God, this is stolen from me but you are the god that that recovers all. You can reboot any system. You can restore and and rematch because you're God, you're my creator. You know, so who am I to just be like, "God, oh my gosh." You know, like I can't be whimpering and crying and sobbing over forever. I have to continuously trust, you know, like, "God, you're going to restore this." And I said, "God, you're going to have to make do on that." Like you going to have to cash me out. you have You going to have to redeem them points. These Chuck E. Cheese coins. You got to redeem that guy. Because that right there. Oh, yeah. That right there, right there, right there. That was all the enemy. You have to redeem all of my unicorn Chuck E. Cheese points, coins, tickets. Like I want to cash out with a big reward. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. And I'm believing God's going to do that. He is going to make up for that. And I'm still in the process. You know, I pray my prayer. I'm continuously praying, you know, the blood of Jesus over my stuff. And that the people who have my stuff, although I I pray that, you know... Um, the Holy Spirit convicts them so that they're not doing anything wrong I had to check my heart so that I wasn't being evil with my prayers but oh I was still praying prayers according to the word like God let them not flourish let nothing they touch flourish you know curse their stuff but I had to leave vengeance To the Lord. I wasn't saying anything, you know, no spell. I don't like Christians, no, we can't do that. But you stand on the word of God, you find your scriptures and you pray that thing, declare it and decree the word of God over a situation. And so that's what I did. You know, I don't I don't do I'm not dibbing and dabbling, none of that stuff. Hocus pocus, no, we're not doing none of that, but I do go according to the word of God. And I can declare uh, declare and decree a thing because whatever I bind in heaven, I bind on earth. And whatever I loose in heaven, I loose on earth. So, hey, I'm legally right within good standing. <laughs> We're not rolling around here illegal. So I just want to leave you with that information and have you guys just think about, you know, your identity. Is it solid? And we all have areas, guys. We are, you know, until the day we meet Jesus. We're going to always have areas where that need to be solid and, and areas of growth and maturity for us. But think about where has the enemy stolen your identity? What areas is your identity not locked, is not secured, is not, you know, safe? And ask God to reveal that to you and then ask God to help you restore and recover so that you, you become more mature and you're fully aware and discerning of, hey, I need help in this, so forth and so on, so the enemy's not coming in like a flood to still kill, and destroy. All right, guys, that's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to encourage you guys to continue to grow your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and stay tuned for more podcasts, all right? Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Bye.